is. He will answer your questions. Legal Tuesday. Legal Tuesday's here at last. Huh. What you waiting for? Legal Tuesday shall commence. Just let's... I should have a gavel in here. How cool would that be? I can get you one. I know you can. Absolutely. No, we'll we'll swipe one, one off the judge's Bam. desk. Well, no, I'm not going to miss know. it. We're you not know. doing that. Now they have a judge mark. Yeah, right. Go in and buy all your stuff. <laughs> the judge supplied store. All right. <laughs> the robes are over there. Right. The gavels are right there. You know, nothing else. Uh, Justice so, in a can. Good morning, counselor. <laughs> Lumpen Nation, it's great to be here. You know, it's hot. But I, I love the summertime in New England. Yeah. It's my favorite season. I uh, was there was a, there was a story where I was <clears throat> what was I going to ask you? There was some judge that issued a really weird kind of my kind of oh put duct tape over someone's mouth. Did you hear about this? No, I haven't. A but- guy would not would not shut up, and the judge actually uh, had the bailiff or whatever put duct tape over the defendant's mouth. And I thought I, I love the thought of that because it's a judge. Don't that, mouth off to a, a judge. No, but that's a quick way to get yourself bounced off the bench. I yeah, mean, right. That, right. I mean, that's, I, the that's re- out, that is truly outrageous behavior. That must have been someone on their last day. The reasonable you, they wouldn't be judging beyond that. Ah, but well, how cool would that be? Just to show, <laughs> you could either put them duct tape over their mouth, Ryan, or you could send them to jail. Like well, they could send them to jail. For you can. Contempt. You can hold them in contempt of court, and right. and, there, and that happens. Yeah. You know, when a judge uh, issues an order from the bench, you better listen. Have you ever? And I, I know you fairly well. You are not a guy that gets apoplectic, like yes. so angry. No. You cannot. Once, once we had a conversation where you, you were amped up. Yes. And not at me, but you no, were amped up. No, it was up. a different situation. Right. But have you ever been in a courtroom where you were just ready to just lose it? And I, how did you keep control of yourself? Well, I've had that situation come up, and you, you just have to kind of compartmentalize that and go, you know what, there's a time for me to vent about this when I leave here. And that's what I do. I leave, and you know, I'll scream and yell in my car. Right. Uh, but right. I would never, ever, ever, ever uh, display any sort of anger or, have or you upset ever, in the court. So you've never, ever displayed anything that got you rebuked from the never. bench? Never. I have not. I, I make a very strong... Yeah, let me knock on someone. I made a very strong point never to kick sand on the umpire. I have, in cases where I've lost, uh, even recently, gone back and, and spoken to judges and chambers after not that day, but you know maybe a week or so later, because I like to learn what it is that they saw or did that, or I did in the course of the trial so that I can improve what I do. Uh, a lot of lawyers don't do that, but I do because I think it's important to know what the trier fact is interested in. And so I'm not afraid to ask the question, hey, you know, I had this trial with you last week. I'm curious, you know, you, you made this decision. I'd just like to understand kind of if you could walk me through your decision-making process. That really helps me because in the next trial, I'll know what to focus on or what they find is important. And if you don't ask the question, you're left you, just to speculate as to what may or may not have gone wrong. Do you ever say to the judge, you know, <clears throat> in chambers afterwards, something like, well, you, I mean, you, you know you were wrong, no, right? You, I mean, never, you tell them that? You don't say never, that? Why never, wouldn't you never, say that? Never, Absolutely. Never, I mean, right. seriously, it's just me and you. This is off the record. No way. You know your head is you, up your ass, right? You, you know that. You get launched like a rocket. Really? Yeah, and you'd never get invited back in, and the, the relationship is, is more important than making a small, petty point. So I, I would rather okay. be in a position where I can learn something so, and go back. Since I'm asking, I know we have legal questions from listeners, Absolutely. but I, I'm interested. I want to get inside your mind and the mind of an attorney who loses a case that they know they were right in. 
that they know, you know, and I, I have to assume, and I'm not asking you to answer this question, I have to assume that you know sometimes when your uh, defendant is guilty. You, you have to know sometimes that they are guilty there, of a there crime. There are times where you, after the trial, like, yep, they, they were able to prove their case beyond a reasonable doubt. You, okay. You just you look Again. at that and go, okay, you know, the evidence was there and it didn't go in the way you expected. I'm not asking you to comment on this. I'm simply <coughs> okay. saying that I believe that some uh, attorneys in some cases go into the case defending someone who deserve a defense that they know the guy or, or woman did it. That, right. I'm going to say that. That's, that's absolutely true. So, when you, what do you, how do you rectify it in your brain when it goes the other way? When you absolutely know they're innocent, yet somehow you don't win. That's the worst case scenario. And in that case, when you absolutely have every confidence that your client is not guilty and the evidence comes in a way you weren't expecting, that's devastating because you are really responsible for protecting that client. It's, it's your right. advocacy that right. is going to make the difference. And I mean, it's a it's a painful experience. Yeah. It's a painful experience for me. Uh, I know for other lawyers that have had this experience where they go into the courtroom and they're like, "There, we just we don't know what happened." You you live with that for a very long time. It's I'm hard. Sure. I'm sure to manage that emotion. Really, yeah. it is. Yeah, I'm sure. I just want to get inside the things that you guys have to think about. Uh, we don't talk about that a lot. No, but it, I think it's very interesting. It is. We, one of the things is a lot of us as, as counsel, the the Ill, innocence or guilt of the client is, is not the primary issue or question. So much as it is making sure that the individual gets you know the justice and trial that that they can through through the process and yeah. make sure that their rights are protected. So that that is really on the forefront of all of our minds. All right. Well, now that we've uh, plumed the depths of your legal mind, we're going to do it again with other people's questions. I love okay? it. Okay. We got some questions from uh, listeners. If you want to participate, you got a legal question, something maybe you've always thought of, or something you're experienced and you're questioning now. You can email it to us, Greg at MorningBuzz.com, Roadkiller Laura at MorningBuzz.com. Uh, Kelly sits idly by. And drinks it all in. But uh, that, my friends, Legal Tuesday with Ryan Russman.